Hi, this is Arvind Talley with Elixir Mortgage Lending. And in today's podcast, we have Des Gerald. Welcome back, Des. Oh, thank you so much. It's nice to be back. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the last episode we had together, uh, we were speaking regarding your being uh, a realtor in the North Carolina, Georgia region. However, this episode is more in line with what your other job is, which is um, doing uh, staging. Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, um, staging is pretty much preparing a house for sale um, and, and getting it ready for the marketplace. And, and the goal of staging is to make a home like it's more appealing to the you know highest number of potential buyers or the general public you know just I guess what's trending um, and, and to make it more appealing so that the house stays on the market um, you know for the least amount of days and potentially sell um, you know for the highest amount possible pretty much staging in a nutshell. So for instance, you see, um, I know um, down south, not too much up north because I am from Boston. And um, I was never like um, brought up on going into model homes that, um, from builders or anything like that. It wasn't only until I moved to North Carolina that I saw that a lot. She would go into a, a, a home, builder home or builder community and they have these homes that's called model homes. And yeah, can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like there's a lot of feedback. Hopefully, um, it's not picking up too much. Is it? Are you getting a lot of feedback? I, I overall maybe a little bit, but just a little. But uh, okay. didn't catch that. It looked like it, was, it sounded like it was almost a delay on what kind of home. Okay. All right, so yeah, so definitely have not been brought up on going into different builder communities and um, seeing model homes, but I did um, come across that when I moved to North Carolina. And so pretty much when you go into a, a builder model home, you know, it's nicely decorated and staged and everything. And I would say a lot of them use interior designers, which is more detailed than a stager. A stager, typically, it's just very, um, um, I don't want to use the word generic, but you're trying to appeal to the masses and you're trying to appeal to what's trending. And it's not as extensive as what an interior designer does. Um, some people kind of confuse the two, but it's really not to be confused. Like an interior designer, they can they can uh, relocate walls. A lot of times, they're more more detailed um, in the design than a home stager, um, and that would be the main difference. That that would be the main difference between a designer and a stager. Do you have to buy furniture or do you rent it? What, what is usually the, the protocol on that? 
Well, you can you can do it on a number of different ways. For instance, the way that I run my business, because I'm more heavily on the real estate side. Um, of course, the name of my company is DI Real Estate and Staging. So I mix the two. Um, so definitely if my seller, um, if I'm working with the seller, I'll make sure that the house is staged, even though they might already have furniture, I work with what they have to make sure that the house is being presented in the best possible light. Um, so it could be a house that already has furniture. It could be a house that's vacant. And therefore, in that scenario, I would either lease the furniture or if you're a full-time, full-blown, all-you-do-staging company, a lot of staging companies have their own warehouse and they use their furniture in their warehouse. Yeah. It sounds uh, simple when you explain it, but it would be complicated if somebody doesn't go looking from the outside. I got to go get furniture to the vacant home. Right, right. No, it, and, and, and you know what? A lot of people, I come across a lot of people like, oh, I've always been interested in staging. I watch HGTV all the time. It's so much excited. But it is a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Just imagine, um, you know, when you when you're moving, you know, and you're you're going into a new place and you have to get furniture and set up your house. It, it's a lot of work, isn't it? Exactly. And so it's, just imagine having to do that. That like that's what you do, and you do that all in one day. You do it in a single day. Well, <laughs> I usually tell my clients do it in three days, but. If you're a big staging company, you have your own warehouse, you have a team that can literally come in and place everything in one day. And then maybe come back the next day to just kind of tweak things, you know, and make sure that everything, you know, comes together nicely and looks great. But like, you know, just the bulk of moving the furniture in. Yeah, that, that typically happens in one day. And in the case, uh, are you finding more often than not, you have to do a lot of decluttering more so than anything else? Um, when, when, when the house is occupied, I would say more or less, yes. But if it's a vacant property, then there's no decluttering to do. Um, and and I, I, I tend to work with both scenarios. But that, so, that is the biggest thing, like just just decluttering and depersonalizing. Those are the key things in staging. So depersonalizing, I'm sorry. It's uh, meaning that you just like uh, take family albums and stuff out of the off the walls and things like that. Is that what exactly? That exactly. Got it. Got it. So you're trying to get it to a point where when a buyer comes in, they can imagine themselves in that space rather than it's in somebody else's space to have to have imagination. You got it. That is it in a nutshell. And is there like specific like colors that tend to be more um, uh, liked or influential than others? Well, the, the trend is, and it's been trending for a while, but the trend is, you know, the light gray, 
um, at one point, you know, I'd go into houses and they'll ask, oh yeah, I like that, that light gray color. The, the color is agreeable gray. <laughs> like, everybody in the industry knows agreeable gray. Like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I use agreeable gray. But I'm starting to slowly um, see things change a little bit. I'm, I'm seeing a lot more white walls or off-white. Um, but, the, but the key is to really be be neutral. Be neutral. Don't have a bunch of different colors going on in different rooms. Um, I do like to bring in color, but the way that I bring in color is through decor items or maybe an accent wall um, that would tie in all the colors that, or your color scheme, whatever you want to use. Um, but yeah, I, I would say gray is still popular. It's still it's still going. It's it's, it's been on for a while. <laughs> so, is staging something that always interested you, or is it something that's a survival guide for listing agents? Staging is something that I've always done, and it's it's very interesting because um, I first heard of the term back in 2007 and when I heard of it I said oh my gosh that's what I'm doing already and someone actually put a name to it and I have to give out give a shout out to that person um, her name is Barb, Barb Schwartz she's the creator of home staging um, and she was the inventor and like like the true visionary whoever who came up with the staging concept. And um, she's taught over one million people in her classes since 1985. And I happened to come across um, the class when I was living out in the Winston Salem area in North Carolina um, in 2006-2007. So I got certified through Barb Schwartz, um, her organization. Um, and that's why I have the ASP designation that I discussed before uh, in our last uh, in our last recording. Mm -hmm. um, there's an ASP de designation which is called Accredited Staging Professional. It st stands for that. And then there's an IAHSP, which stands for International Association of Home Staging Professionals. And the International Association of Home Station Professionals, they have an organization or a chapter in every state. And I, I, I'm a part of the chapter here in Charlotte, North Carolina. I actually serve on the board as their PR person um, in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's a great organization. And um, I just give her a shout out because it's it, it is like it's something that I was born into, right? And it's something that I just always done, but never gave it a name or knew to give it a name. And um, I just love that she came out and she created this and gave it a name because this, you'd be surprised how many people um, have been doing it and just didn't call it a name. And I, I got it from my mom, actually. Um, growing up, she would make us wake up early in the mornings on Saturday mornings, and I'm, I'm talking like six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and 
we would have to clean the house from top to bottom, dust, wipe the walls down, wipe the baseboards. Then we would rearrange furniture, Arvin. And then after we were done doing that, we would go shopping, Arvin. We would shop for Kurgan's, rugs, um, just different decor items. We weren't getting furniture all the time, but we were definitely getting like new comforters and sheets and curtains. And we would, we would just switch up the house all the time and rearrange the furniture that we had all the time. So it really prepared me for the industry. So it creates a different mood or a different uh, feel. Yeah. And is there uh, folks you walk into their home and they're resistant perhaps to that change and you have to kind of uh, give them a little nudge? Hey, this is really necessary. Uh, I've, I've had a couple. I've had a couple. And, and the bottom line is like, do you want to get this house sold quick and it's top dollar? Or do you want to be potentially lowball and not maximize your potential, you know, um, sales price of your house? You know, that's what it really boils down to. And then I also, you know, I show them my work. Um, and as a matter of fact, I received an award back in 2018. Um, from the staging industry for a top individual stager. Wow. So I can at least say, hey, I'm an award-winning stager. <laughs> so I have to know a little bit what I'm talking about. And so that that usually helps as well. And then I was nominated in, I was nominated in 2018 and nominated again in um, 2019. So I double nominated and, and also an award winner. Have you had an offer come in on a property where they wanted it with the furniture as is? Move in right. Yes. yes. That's very cool. That's got to probably feel really good. It does feel good. It does. Um, and sometimes they just want to buy um, maybe just living room or, you know, it's not always the, everything. But yes, I've definitely had. Um, where buyers want to have some of the furniture stay. In the case, um, is there any uh, you could that you could tell the audience about how they can just kind of revamp their home um, just for everyday use? Um, I would always say, again, remove any type of clutter. We remove any type of clutter. Um, I think a good tip to do is definitely, if you can't do the baseboards once a month, do it quarterly. You can touch it up with paint maybe once a year. Um, just, just try to keep your house as fresh as possible. Um, during, you know, the different seasons, um, I would say spruce up because the, the outside is just as important as the inside. So you definitely um, make sure you can spruce up the house on the outside as well. Um, just, just changing out, you know, sometimes you'll have the trim around the door outside and it'll start to wear and, um, you know, just 
the wood will be chipped and just not look fresh and new. A light sanding, repainting that is good. Um, but of course, you know, <laughs> staging is really to get the house sold. And some people say, well, if you're living it, can you stage it? Yeah, you can stage it to live. That's something that um, Bob Short says a lot as well. Um, it's a house to live, so stage it based off of your your style, your taste, and um, incorporate some functionality um, with it. So, for instance, one thing I do at my house, uh, I know I have just a nice area where when everybody comes in the door, they have their they hang up their coats, they hang up their bags, my kids, they hang up their book bags. There's like a designated area for that. Because we love music so much, there's a designated area where we turn on music and we just like move like one piece of item and we dance. So think about the things that your family loves to do and kind of incorporate that. And the way you set up your house and stage your house. So it seems like you kind of build themes around what you like or passionate about. And it kind of flows into the house that way. Right. Absolutely. That's really neat. I I have a whole bunch of ideas as far as around my home, but most of them are impractical. Um, but you know, it's part of a theme, but most of it really is not being used. Like I don't really drink, but I have a bar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's your, yeah. your guest. That means you like to have a lot of guests over. <laughs> I definitely like to entertain. I need you like to entertain. Okay. Then less of it. Exactly. Exactly. I like to cook. So that's part of the whole thing people come over but as far as uh, drinking myself i really don't drink i'm if i drink two beers a month that's like a really that's a big month (laughs) right okay okay Um, yeah i have a glass of wine here and there once in a while but you know nothing major right but in the case it's uh you know it's a part of making it feel like home and also entertaining um when someone does come over and they, that's right. Um, when somebody can somebody acquire your services even if they're not selling their home? Yes, yes, absolutely. I know I definitely have had um, people uh, like assist people after they bought a house with furniture placement. Because sometimes floor plans can be tricky, and you might not know exactly how to place the furniture. So I've definitely helped out with that, and I've helped out with um, picking colors for the the wall, Um, and shopping, shopping for decor pieces. So I've done that as well. It actually sounds fun. Yes, I mean, I I love doing it. Um, It's in me to do it, but it, it does a lot of work and it's, it could be time consuming if you don't find what you're looking for. <laughs> I always tell people one day I am going to create a home decor line because 
sometimes I'll walk into a space, especially if it's vacant. I'll walk into a space and I'll just start drawing in my mind of how I want it to look and where I would want things to go. And a lot of times, you'd be amazed. I find stuff that I pictured in my mind, but then there's times when I don't. And it's like I'm creating my own product. So I would say that's definitely one of my dreams um, to create a home decor and have it in stores. That sounds amazing. I know uh, on HGTV, there's some guys that have uh, done some of these things and are quite successful at doing it. Right, yeah. In the case, is there is any, can you pretty much work with any budget somebody sets or is there a point where you're like, uh, no, that budget's just not gonna make this project do anything? Yes, that, yeah, to be honest with you, I do not really take on projects that are less than $2,000 because it's just way too much work. Um, and when, I mean, when you factor in the delivery costs and the labor and having your staging assistant, it's it just it's 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 really not worth it. And do you have like photos and a portfolio of the work you've already done for uh, who you work with to go, kind of go through it and see it, or a website that they can refer to? Yes, yes. Um, I'm actually in the process of revamping my website, but um, my website is direalestatestaging.com, and uh, they'll, they'll be able to see pictures there of my work. Fantastic. And the case, uh, how's uh, 20, this is off another topic, how's uh, 2020 starting out so far with real estate? Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> We're not even three weeks into it. <laughs> I know, I know. It's, it's it's been amazing so far. I, I picked up about three buyers in one week and just got another one yesterday. That's huge. So people are. It's like buyers are falling out of the sky. <laughs> well, uh, lending seems like it's easing up just a tad. It's. Um, so probably it gives more people options to be able to finance and get in. It's not a, yeah. it's not been easy. It's not like since 2008 or 9, like lending eased up so much that everybody can go out and buy a house. It's still limiting a lot of people. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's very true. But in the case, I uh, thank you for coming on. Um, and I'm going to have your information posted on this podcast for anyone to contact you uh, for help with staging or okay. your home in the North Carolina area. And uh, we it did cover briefly, you do staging in North Carolina and the Georgia area. Is there any other areas that I didn't cover or stay? Uh, no. Perfect. No, those are the, uh, uh, most of our... For, uh, excuse me, my, my local um, area service for right now. Perfect. So in this case, uh, I thank you for coming on the show and uh, look forward to having you again as always. Um, and uh, thank you again. Thank you so much. I do want to say one more thing. 
for anyone that is interested in becoming a stager, um, please reach out to me um, and I can connect you to a great organization. As a matter of fact, um, the organization that I got started with is stagehomes.com. Or you can just Google bar support and you'll see the information which would lead you to stagehomes.com. That's great information for those who really want to be out there doing staging and doing what you're doing. Yes, sir. <laughs> and thank you for coming on, Des. Uh, oh, thank you for having me, Arvin. Absolutely. Until next time and the next podcast. All right. You guys. <laughs>